Good morning, everyone. I thought it would be great to start this episode off with a moment of silence for Chadwick Boseman. Thank you very much. Enjoy the episode. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, and thank you so much for tuning in once again to Church Boy Confessions Podcast. I'm your host, Emmanuel Heke, and it's a wonderful, beautiful Monday morning, and I'm so happy you guys are actually taking out the time to listen once again, episode 61. Um, we're just coming off the week-long campaign, the Final Days of Youth Campaign 2020. Our campaign theme was Walk by Faith, and I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for everybody that supported participated whatever it might have been um truly thank you from the bottom of my heart um you know even thank you to everybody who submitted those videos to for us to like post like where they're answering the questions what do you refuse to let define you um truly honestly like it was so much work that we put into that like put into that uh campaign and i don't know it's just amazing to have turned year two um and just to like still receive all the congratulations and all the like you know all that 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 really warmed my heart guys and um i just want to say thank you for that um and thank you for tuning in once again this this monday um episode 61 like i said come a long way um but speaking of coming a long way and just like we have with like you know the company and everything i wanted to talk about um you know i I'm gonna try my best for this episode to not be so melancholy, um, but I think that it's just a real conversation that we have to have, and it's conversations that I feel like internally I've been trying to deviate from. Um, but I think it's about time that we start talking about these things and we be real about um, the situation that we have here in life. Um, basically, I'm gonna say it like this: you know, this past week was definitely great, you know, and 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 there's gratitude to God for um, allowing this company to become two years old. But then I can't act like this is just it was the best week of my life. Um, you know, you've if you're in America or less unless you've been hiding under a rock, then you've heard about Jacob Blake. Um, and you've also heard about the terrorists that actually killed two people at um, the, uh, the protest. Um, yeah, that that happened last week. And I'm not going to lie, it got to the point where, and a lot of things were going on Wednesday too, like specifically Wednesday is the day that um, we turned two years old. Um, and that, that, that hurt, that hurt a lot. Um, that cut me deep. And um, not to mention that same day, I even heard about the persecution that's been going on in Nigeria. Um, there's Christians that are getting killed out there um, in, the mid, in the middle region of Nigeria um by some terrorist groups um and you know it got me thinking um first of all like i said like i don't well i don't want anybody to feel like oh i, I didn't care about the anniversary or nothing like that because of course i care it's two years that we've been doing this two years of god's provision but for a second you know i started to think to myself like you know, I'm, we're celebrating an anniversary. Meanwhile, there's all this stuff that's going on in the world. Um, and it's just, man, like it kind of just all left a really bad taste in my mouth. And I started asking the questions like, does, does what, what, 
do our accomplishments in life that we normally just always talk about, do they actually have any weight to them? Do they actually matter? Um, and mind you, let me just get out what I have to say. I'll promise I'll come back around and, you know, I'll do some quality control on like, you know, some of the things that I'm saying. Um, but I will say first off, right off the bat, when I begin this message, what I'm not saying is that there is no reason to be joyful in life. What I'm not saying is that there is no hope in this world and all hope is lost. What I'm not saying is that there is no point to celebrating victories. All right. But I can't help but start to ask myself the questions that what exactly am I gunning for in life while other people are being tortured and killed? What exactly are my goals and how in the world do they pertain to those people at all? Am I ignoring the people who are getting tortured and killed in all global around the world? Um, You know, because I mean, I just feel like a lot of us nowadays, our biggest issue is, hey, like, you know, um, what am I going to do? Like, you know, where am I going to get this job? How am I going to get this money? How am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? And it's just like, I just feel like we have all these different prizes. We have all these different goals in life. But how many of those goals actually matter in the long run? How many of those goals actually save people's lives? How many of those goals um, are anything that has to do with giving glorification to God? I just feel like there's so many of us that we think that life is about becoming prosperous here on earth. It's about generational wealth. It's about getting everything that's supposed to be yours on this planet, right? Like, you know, like we want to be comfortable. We want to be rich. We want to be, you know, um, have respect of everybody and stuff like that. But is that really the prize? Is that really the biggest prize? Because it's just like, I'll pay, I'll give you an analogy because many of us have been in that situation where, you have all your friends, you know, and you go out to a restaurant and then you have that one friend that may just not have enough money for a meal that day. And it's like you're sitting down, you're eating and the food that you're eating is good and it's great. But at the same time, like it's a little less great just because your friend's not eating. So it's like I'm thinking about the accolades and the awards and every good thing that I've done, accomplished, everything that I've accomplished in life. But it's just like how many of those things have I accomplished in life that have made somebody else's life better? So we can all be good. And then it makes me think, man, like if I were to get to a point in life where I got the big house that I wanted, I got the exact car that I wanted. I, I got every the, the, the girl that I want. I got everything was perfect and my life was just perfect. I reached all my goals and it was perfect. This world still wouldn't be perfect. There would still be tragedies. There would still be killings. There would still be tortures. There would still be all these terrible things happening. So it just makes me think, what in the world is my goal of getting to all these different comfortable places in life if it doesn't even help anything, if it doesn't impact anything? You're stressed out about a test. You're stressed out about um, a relationship. You're stressed out about all these different things that I'm just I'm not saying that none of those things matter in the long run because some, you know, our lives are lived in different contexts. So maybe that does that stuff does matter to you. But all I'm asking is how many things in your life are you stressed out about that actually give glory to God? Because what's the prize, people? Is the prize for us to just continue to rack up all these accolades and respect and this list of things and make our resume so perfect and so amazing? And then that's it. Then you die. I think I've gotten to the point where I feel like if it doesn't give God glory, then it's kind of in vain. 
kind of. Um, just cause like, I don't know. I think that, uh, you know, when we talk about in the Christian context, a lot of us, we got it good in America. We do relatively. Cause I'm not saying that persecution, Christian persecution is in America. Christian persecution is in America. Emmanuel said it, it is, it is. Um, but when you compare that to what's going on around the world, dog, we got it good, man. You know, for us, we could talk about losing friends. We can talk about um, getting blasted on on social media, whatever it might have been. But like it's people getting burned alive, hacked, cut into pieces, getting their heads cut off, shot up, innocent, good, godly people in this world getting hurt. And we want to talk about all these other things in our lives, all these other goals that ultimately will just feed our own reputation, feed our own um, um, image in the other people's eyes. What the heck is that about, dude? What is that about, man? The first martyr for Christianity was Stephen. At least that's what it says in the subtitle above Acts chapter 7 in my Bible. The first martyr was Stephen. I advise you to read that entire chapter as it's just Stephen um, standing before, what is it, the Pharisees or whatever. And he's, he's in trial. And that trial ends with them stoning Stephen to death. This is a disciple of Jesus Christ. Um, in, in Acts chapter 7, um, verse 59 it says, and they stoned Stephen, calling upon God and saying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. And he kneeled down and cried with a loud voice, Lord, lay not this sin to their charge. And when he said this, he fell asleep. That was Stephen dying. As Stephen was getting stoned to death, not only did he say, God, don't don't add this to their charge. They don't know what they're doing. Don't add this to their charge. He also said, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Early in the verse, he said that he saw Jesus at the right hand of God. He saw Jesus at the right hand of God. But then I'm thinking to myself, he saw Jesus and Jesus wasn't stopping it. Why didn't Jesus stop it? And we ask this question all the time. Why is, did God allow this? Why did this person die? Why did that person get sick? Why did this person? Why, 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 why? Why? You know, the the crazy thing is, is that, you know, when you look at Stephen's, Stephen's life and, you know, his death, at least is a little poetic at the end where it's just like he saw Jesus at the right hand of God and he said, God, take my life take receive my spirit and then it says he fell asleep but it's some other people who came after him christians getting thrown in the lion then christians of today getting decapitated set on fire dude some of that stuff's not even poetic and then it makes me think 
like I said earlier, if I reach my goal and I reach all the, you know, everything that I wanted to in life and I have everything perfect and I'm still in an unperfect world, then what in the world was the, what, what was it? What was the point in any of that? I'm, I'm not satisfied with that. So then I start to think to myself, man, like, I feel like a lot of us have our goals in the wrong place. We're reaching for a perfect, and I've said this on other episodes too, and it's like, this is just what the message that I, this is the most I can come up with for today's message. And, um, you know, for me, I, I feel like I want to always come with like those very inspirational and encouraging and uppity messages and stuff like this. But I feel like this is a message that ju- I just needed to say. Um, and I feel like the spirit guided me in this because it's just like, bro, bad things are happening. And when you look at the Bible and the prophecy of what's hap- going to happen next, bro, it don't sound like things are going to get better soon. It do- And I don't mean to be an optimistic person. And I'm not saying that God is unable to do. No, 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 no. no. I'm just saying that when you look when you look at the scope of things, as we reach closer and closer to the rise of the Antichrist and rapture. We're in the last days, perilous times, the Bible says. Bad things are going to be happening. Bad things are going to be happening. So what in the world are we living a life trying to chase perfection, like chase a perfect comfort for? What's the point in that? What's the point in that? Of your life being amazing, you got your degree, you got your money, you got your boo. You got your house, but there are other people that are still suffering in this life. What's the point in that? I don't, I don't, I, maybe that's good for you. Maybe that is good for you. That's not good for me, man. That's not good for me. So what is the prize, man? I'm going to read Philippians chapter 3, verse 7 to 14. This is Saul, Apostle Paul. I'm sorry. And I think Apostle Paul is very, very interesting because it was today when I found out that he was at the stoning of Stephen that I just read. Starting at verse 7, Philippians chapter 3. At one time, and this is easy to read version. I'm not accustomed to reading easy to read, easy to read version. I feel like a lot of times easy to read version kind of like misses the mark. Um, so definitely be careful when you read easy to read version, but I'm going to read easy to read version. Um, just cause I feel like it was on point this time and the actual version, like the KJV version of this passage is really difficult to understand. So starting in verse seven, at one time, all these things were important to me. Apostle Paul previously in this verse, he was just listing all these things that he was, he, all these accolades that he had as a Pharisee, he was the most righteous. He was circumcised when he was young, all that different stuff. He was just righteous. And he says to himself, at one time, all these things were important to me, but because of Christ, I decided that they were worth nothing. Not only these things, but to not, but to now I think that all things are worth nothing compared with the greatness of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. Because of Christ, I lost these things. And now I know that they are all worthless trash. All I want now is Christ. I want to belong to him. In Christ, I am with God, but my being right does not come from me following the law. It comes from God through faith. God uses my faith in Christ to make me right with him. All I want is to know Christ and the power that raised him from the dead, from death. I want to share in his sufferings and be like him even in his death. Then there is hope that I myself will also be will somehow be raised from the death, from death. I don't mean 
verse 12, I don't mean that I am exactly what God wants me to be. I have not yet reached that goal, but I continue to reach it, to reach it and make it mine. That's what Christ wants me to do. It is the reason he made me his. Brothers and sisters, I know that I still have a long way to go, but there is one thing I do. I forget what is in the past, all his accolades, his rewards, the ways he was righteous, all that stuff. I forget what was in the past and try as hard as I can to reach the goal before me. I keep running hard towards the finish line to get the prize that is mine because God has called me through Christ to life up there in heaven. May God bless the hearing and the reading and understanding of his word. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. I'm going to read verse 14 one more time again. Um, This time in KJV. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. That was a long passage, um, but I had to get that all in there. You know, you hear Paul talk about, dude, all those things I count as nothing. That I may know God, that I may know Christ. Dude, how many things in your life are you stressing about right now that's actually going to somehow strengthen your relationship with God, give glory to God, give you salvation or help somebody else get salvation? Ask yourself that question and be really honest with yourself. Is this things that you're stressing over right now worth stressing over? Because let me tell you something. Yeah, you may have that goal in life to get the big house, to get all these different things and be comfortable. And I'm not saying that you're bad for that. You're not bad for that. Nobody is bad for that. What I am telling you is that there's a lot of vanity in that. If you plan on just sitting on it and being comfortable. There's purpose in getting things, and and that purpose all needs to root root back to the glorification of God through Christ, having a relationship with God through Christ, pressing towards the mark of the high calling, the prize of the mark, the mark of the prize of one of those. (laughs) It's about that, man. It's about heaven. Because the world is going to continue to be unperfect, but it's about heaven. That's the goal. Heaven. Heaven. Heaven, get to heaven and get as many other people to heaven. This world is going to burn, man. This world is going down, man. And that's not the that's not the prosperity gospel that you're probably used to, to, to speaking to. But hell is real and this world is going to burn. All of this is vanity. All of these prizes, all these championships, all of these everything. It's vanity, man. It's not it's not going to do nothing for us in the, in the end. You can get all the money, you can get all the praise, you can get all the glory, but then it does nothing in the end. You die, your relatives will die, everybody will die around you. And then what will be left? Either you're going to be with God or you're not going to be with God. Oh my gosh. And I'm going to wrap this up. But there's one thing I wanted to say before I went, and it was this, you know, because what I don't want to do is come behind this mic and I call and I talk about Jacob Blake and I talk about the persecution in Nigeria and all that different stuff um, and not say anything where it's like, hey, like, I don't want to just take use those um, what's going on with those things um, and just use it as a preaching point. But figure that see this as another call to action, dude. Um, there's a passage in Luke chapter 10, I believe, 
And we all know like the saying good Samaritan. This is where it comes from. And I'm just going to talk about it. I'm not going to read the entire thing where you have somebody who was just attacked by some thugs um, and left on the road to die. And you see a a Jewish priest that said that came first and he didn't do anything. You see a Levite who came and he didn't do anything. But the person that did something was that Samaritan. The Samaritan was the person that's supposed to hate. The person that's supposed to hate or just stay completely away from the person that was actually injured. That Samaritan paid for his medical bills, dropped him off at the hospital, did whatever he could to heal him and sustain him. You know, like, I look at the Jewish priests, I look at the Levite. These are people who are supposed to be religious. These are people who are supposed to be, um, you know, figureheads in a sense. And they probably saw that. And they went on and, you know, I didn't see this in the Bible, but it's just like the Jewish priest. He's a priest. So he probably saw that. Maybe he went on saying the world is so terrible. And I don't want to be like that person that sees the world in such a terrible state. And all I can do is just sit behind this mic and preach about it. Um, But I'm encouraging you and I'm encouraging even myself and I'm challenging myself. Yo, it's people that need our help in this world. And let us not be that person that's just going to see it and just talk about it with our friends. Let's pray about it. And even even more than pray about it, what the Good Samaritan did, and don't get me wrong, I'm not down, down, I don't want to undermine the power of prayer because prayer is very powerful. But I would say don't just stop with prayer as, as, as much as you can. If that's what God's put in your heart, then okay. But it's like, some sometimes it's like what the Good Samaritan did. Yo, you're here right now. You're praying for God to help this person, but God has put you in the position to help this person. You're praying that God fixes things in Nigeria. You're praying that God fixes things in Lebanon. You're praying that God fixes things in Kenosha. But how do you know that it's not God that has put you on this planet to make an impact right there like he used a good Samaritan? So I'm challenging you, man, in all this chaos that's in the world, do something that you believe will make things better. And give God the glory for it. Amen. I'm going to pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much, God, um, for your goodness and your mercy on our lives, oh God. We thank you for the privilege that you've given us to live this life, God. And all I ask, Lord Jesus, is that you help us to recognize the vanity in our lives, oh God. Just recognize it, Lord Jesus, and move away from it, God, and only concern ourselves with things that are of you, things that will give you the glory, things that will secure our position in salvation, Father God, and and help secure other people's position in salvation, Father God. Help us, Lord Jesus, to have faith in you amidst all the terrible things that are happening in the world, Father God. Help us not to marvel at them, but know that you are greater than than them, Father God. Greater is he in us than he that is in the world. Greater are you in us than the enemy than the evil that is in the world, oh God. We pray for the people in Nigeria. We pray for the people in Lebanon. We pray for the people in Kenosha. We pray for the people in Minneapolis. We pray for people everywhere, Father God, and put it on our spirit, Lord Jesus, on what we need to do else, if it's anything, Lord Jesus, what we need to do, Father God, um, to help the oppressed, to help the oppressed, to rebuke oppression, Father God. Help us, Father God, to not just chase after the, the, the things that's going to make us feel comfortable. Help us, Lord Jesus, to chase after the things, to, pre- to, to press towards the prize of the mark of, of God. To press towards the right prize, oh God. To press towards heaven, to press towards you and in, in a relationship with you through Christ. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. I love you guys. I hope you guys have an amazing week. Um, 
definitely hit me up with any questions or comments or topic suggestions um, by going to www.un-associated.com slash churchboy. Ask churchboy. I'm sorry. Slash ask churchboy. And holla at your boy, man. You know, I'm open to having this dialogue, increasing dialogue in these podcasts. Um, Also, hey, we got these shirts still um, popping. So um, we did a lot, you know, put a lot of energy into these shirts. Oh, first of all, thank you so much for everybody that's bought already. We've definitely been reaching some goals that we set for ourselves when it comes to um, getting rid of these. And um, I really appreciate everybody that's already bought something and that's supported and everything that that really means a lot to me. Um, You know, this brand that we're starting, um, Relics, um, you know, the, the vision behind it is that everything that we make, every article, every piece of merchandise is going to have a sermon attached to it. So subconsciously, without you even knowing the moment that somebody asks you what you're wearing and why you're wearing it, what it means that's on the shirt or what it means that's on anything, you're going to be spreading the word of God. When I explain the shirt that I'm wearing right now, you may not be able to see it, of course, because it's a podcast, but you know, like there's going to be a sermon attached to it, man. And this is the vision. You know, I, I believe that God is um, wanting me to do this and I'm going to go forward with it. And um, yeah, I guess you could see this as expansion, but yeah, I'm, it's, it's not looking to be any next great brand or anything like that of apparel or whatever, but it's just really like, this is another way to spread the word of God. So I'm here for it. Um, so yeah, hope you guys, um, see you guys next week um i love you guys um and shoot peep us on instagram throughout the entire week um and let's continue to press towards the prize love you guys peace